1: welcome into to Mozzie and the muscle i am the muscle joined by my rootin tootin co-host Mozzie. how do you do i'm doing uh <laughs> duty um I'm, my duty of podcasting not duty on the toilet i wouldn't do that Good. while i'm recording that would be unprofessional because we are professionals here um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and as you can tell mm-hmm. by our uh cowboy-esque stuff uh, in our verbiage <laughs> we are talking about the cowboys at buccaneers for the thursday night game um we both have tampa winning we do yes
0: um it's pretty hard to pick against tampa
1: yeah we have we, most of our picks are for tampa and our kind of game by game season breakdowns um a big potential bummer for dallas is uh zach martin being placed on the covid list So there is a tiny chance he plays Thursday night. Yeah, the initial was like, oh, he won't play blah, blah, blah. Like, he's out for the game with the timing. But apparently, if he gets a negative test Thursday, the Cowboys have, like, arranged plans to fly him and whoever else is, like, in his same predicament right now, like, out to Tampa for the game. So potentially, he might be in if he keeps testing negative. We're recording late on Tuesday. So keep an eye out uh, Wednesday and Thursday for that if he continues to test negative
0: yeah jerry's gonna fly him out there himself don't you worry mm-hmm. he'll be there even with him there though it's it's still tough to to pick against the buccaneers
1: yeah but then uh yeah chris godwin apparently uh had like a hammy or not, i don't know if it was hammy or quad he had something flare up in practice where he has been limited so keep an eye on that i don't know the severity of yet i haven't seen anything new on that front but i'm sure we'll get updates um and also, we, we may not know until Thursday before game time. So, make sure if you're doing, if you've got Chris Godwin and anything Week One, you're playing DFS for the showdown. Uh, keep an eye out on that. But I mean, yeah. He, but he, sh- I mean, mm. yeah. So, <laughs> I I want to go through the bangers. Um, so do I've we, got.
0: Do we know what it is? I'll look it up while you do that.
1: Yeah. Like um, what's aggravating? Yeah. So, uh, I see quad listed. So. I don't know if anything else besides quad has been put down for that you would so, think that, that but yeah so for this game um we i mentioned um in our uh season preview that whitehead is uh going to be out for this game it looks like and then um so yeah on tampa side i think antonio brown is unfortunately <laughs> gonna be a banger here Even, like, with or without Godwin, I think he gets the best uh, matchup amongst the receivers based on the corners, like, how they spread out. Because, like, I think Trayvon Diggs will probably be on Evans. Mm. And um, AB will get a lot of slot work, and that'll be kind of, like, the weak point um, of the um, defense for the Cowboys. So, I think AB, and especially after the longer offseason, more time riffing with the team and Brady, should be in a good situation to produce this week. I think... I think they could all produce, but I think Brady for or sorry, um A B for his like draft capital and D F S price, especially, like is in a good spot. And he could just he could be the most productive receiver for the Bucks, especially if Godwin is out. Um and then Brady I think is kind of obvious on the banger side. Um Cowboys yeah. defense we talked about them a little bit in our uh, season long preview, but they're decent, but they've still got some growing to do and They're, they're very not, young. Yeah. They're not elite by any means. Brady should be able to pick them apart um, with or without Godwin. Hopefully with Godwin, we love Godwin. So, But yeah. anyone else you want to get to um, or anyone on the Cowboys side that sticks out to you? Um,
0: Well, I'll be honest. I don't think uh, the Buccaneers completely smother the Cowboys offense here. I no. might just – I might be putting too much stock into the Cowboys offense, but I think they could potentially be pretty strong and this could – be a relatively high scoring affair
1: yeah the cowboys Um, offense is really good like i okay i see i zeke as a mash um at least for mm. typical zeke expectations like especially if uh martin's out like if martin comes back it's a little better but this tampa run defense is the real fucking deal like it's the exact same as last year so
0: yeah i mean their defense is freaking good
1: yeah Uh. (laughs) yeah i think like they're better off attacking them through the air because we, we saw a couple times Tampa Bay like was had through the air and with, and then with Jordan Whitehead out that like makes it a little easier. So,
0: I mean, it's every position on their defenses has a stud. Yeah, that's the every tough position. Mark. That's like it's absurd. Yeah, um, it's <laughs> dumb. Yeah, the thing is, you know, they've got Carlton Davis and he's definitely a good corner. Um, Murphy Bunting is definitely not bad, and but you know the Cowboys have three really good wide receivers.
1: Yeah. And uh, so that's actually why. So I put CD in as a mm-hmm. uh, banger. Actually, I think he'll benefit the most from the matchups. He gets the most slot time. Um, I'm trying to remember who um, the bigger one is up their Corner is, I think, uh, is it Carlton Davis or he's pretty big? I think. Yeah. But like, they're going to put one of them on uh, Cooper on the outside. Um, I assume outside.
0: Davis gets Cooper on the outside.
1: Yeah, and then, that would be
0: my assumption.
1: Yeah, and then I think I think it's usually Murphy Bunting in the slot, if I recall. Yes. So, he still good, but the weakest of the three. And so, see, like CD will see, like, okay, they move them around a lot. Like Cooper will get slot time too, but I think we see the most slot time go to Lamb, and Lamb yep. getting the most of Murphy Bunting. So again. It's not all of them on one person the whole game. There is movement, but if right. we're talking about total time and probabilities and who's on who the most, then yeah. And no, uh, no Jordan Whitehead kind of helps the potential like yak for them, like missing a starting safety. Like if someone takes a bad pursuit angle or doesn't come over for help soon enough, like that mm-hmm. kind of helps out a little bit too on some potential big plays for any of them. But
0: yeah, and let's not forget like the. Obviously, the Buccaneers' defense is stacked and really good, but the Cowboys' line is healthy, at least for the most part. Yeah. Um which means Zach they, Martin thing's huge. Zach Martin thing is huge. Like they really need him. Um, if he's not in, I still you know they still have uh, their
1: backups. Not bad. I looked it up last night when it came out, but he's like fine. Right, he is not bad, and of course,
0: Tyron Smith is still there. Yeah. Um. So and Ali, not Ali Marpet, he's
1: guy. Um. Good God, what's his name? Uh, is Lyle Collins all right? Um, yeah, he's fine. I think I think McGovern would would slide in for Zach Martin, if I recall. That sounds yeah. Lyle right. Collins is it? But yeah, th- I think McGovern. Yeah, Connor McGovern. In. So. And
0: uh, Bayadaz is now in his second year as center, so <laughs> that could be good. So, you know, I think this is a really fun game. Yeah, I, I really necessarily, hope Martin can play, yeah.
1: but I don't.
0: I mean, I actually would love to see Dallas win this. I hate to <laughs> I hate to say it. Um, but, man, I, I'm going to be rooting for Dak. I like Dak, and I really hear
1: it. <laughs> Told me, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Connor McGovern was, like, a pretty, like, solid guard. He was, like, average level um, guard. So, not, like, the end of the world if he has to play. Because I think Brandon Knight is also out with COVID. So, he's kind of, like, in the same boat of, like, if Martin doesn't play, you won't play. So, I assume they'd put McGovern in there in his place. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I hope... I mean, I hope the, that Dallas wins. I don't know if it would be on the back of Zeke either way. Like, Zeke, so in a PPR league, I think Zeke's still okay. Because yes. I assume he'll still get, especially if, like, the pressure's getting there, like, they will find ways to screen to Zeke and get Zeke short passes. Um, Definitely. He's that actually, was
0: my one sort of caveat.
1: Yeah. The MASH is more so, like, non and half PPR. Sort of half PPR. Like, it's not even a, like, oh, for sure, set Zeke. It's a, like, this happens sometimes when we say a stud is a mash it's a temper expectations because the probability of the outcome you want is definitely a lot lower in this matchup.
0: yes like if you add three good running backs to me like it might be minor but i'd probably move zeke into the flex yeah the other two in and then i might have to make a decision if i like someone in the flex a lot more
1: yeah or well i guess i know what you mean i know what you mean like uh principle wise but Keep Zeke. Right. If you play Zeke, keep it in your running back spot though, because it is the early game right. of the week. But um It is. Yeah.
0: Um yeah, I was gonna say you had someone there that I liked, which is Jarwin.
1: Yes, I think he's a good stream option. Um we mm-hmm. mentioned all the good corners on um Tampa. So the it, well, the one issue with Jarwin, why I'm not as enthusiastic, is Dalton Schultz will play. Like they've said they like Dalton Schultz. If they need blocking help, it will be Dalton uh-huh. Schultz. Um yep. But Jarwin is still really talented. He's a great receiving tight end. I'm going to say great, but he's a good receiving tight end. He's better at the is. And mm-hmm. in a situation where they go three receiver with Jarwin and Zeke, like, Jarwin's the least of your worries. Like, that's the point of the Blake-Jarwin play is that he's solid and the defense can't account for him and the four studs. Like, he just gets lost in it. So yeah, Exactly. Like, and that would be, like, an easier matchup to exploit than some of their corners in the run D as well. So, like, Jarwin, I, he might get two catches, but it could be for 60 yards, so... Yeah.
0: And you know what? If you're trying to scheme against the Cowboys, you know, you're probably scheming to try to stop Zeke. Yeah. You're probably scheming to try to stop Cooper. Lamb, it's really tough because he's going to be in the slot, but you want to get people in the middle too. Jarwin's kind of on his own here. Yeah. And Jarwin... <laughs> one thing I like to bring up is that a lot of people are always a year early with their takes. It happens to me all the time. Uh, I always mention the Aaron Rodgers one as sort of being one of my quintessential moments. Where I was like, Aaron Rodgers is going to be MVP, and he did it the next year. <laughs> Blake Jarwin was getting a lot of hype last year. Yeah, He did also a lot get hurt. Of people but... ate, and he got hurt. Yeah, And I think he missed all of last year. I don't think he
1: played last no, year. I think but. he got like the like start of a game and then got hurt.
0: Right. So he got a lot of hype and then got hurt and I think everyone's forgotten about it, but a yeah. lot of the people in the camp and in the Cowboys like camp right now are really high on Jarwin and think he's gonna be a stud. He kind of reminds me a lot of the Dan Arnold situation. <laughs> um which is <laughs> but on a team not the best blocker. Um but he's really good at like that sixteen yard like over-the-shoulder, yeah. <laughs> big vertical pass. And I think he's going to have a few of those. And he's huge, so he's a good target in the red zone too.
1: Mm-hmm. And then speaking of huge red zone target tight ends, Gronk. I've, Gronk. Gronk's a great stream. And um, I was pulling up DFS prices too because with showdown, and especially like when we're only breaking down one game at a time, I think it's a lot easier to like break down uh, showdown prices and everything. So um, Gronk is pretty cheap. On Fandle, he's like stupid cheap. He's only 7.5, which is like near the bottom. Um, I was looking for Jarwin. He is a little more expensive on DK, but on Fanduel, Jarwin is six K, which is the minimum. So or sorry, five K is the minimum, but Jarwin is only six K on Fanduel, so he's a lot more in play there. I believe on DraftKings, Kings, he was more expensive and wasn't like quite as viable. But I think Gronk was pretty cheap. I'm pulling it up right now if it'll uh, fucking load for me. DraftKings is slow <laughs> as hell sometimes, man. But um, one other stream, though, um, I guess we can talk about Gronk real quick. So Gronk's like an interesting one because, like, my worry, though, is that OJ Howard is back, right? And, like, Gronk didn't pop off till OJ Howard got hurt. So I put Gronk in here as a stream to discuss, but I wanted to get your thoughts on if he's solid even if oj's back and like ab back like does does he have enough of like safety or is, there, is it just literally your touchdown hunting what do you think
0: i think you're touchdown hunting a bit the one thing i'll say though is you know if you're kind of going with the narrative that this is now year two of the Bucks' offense coming together um tom brady and gronk used to have a pretty good relationship On the field, Mm -hmm. and
1: yeah, you could say so. (laughs) I uh,
0: there's a really strong chance that that comes back a little bit this year. I think he might be like getting slept on a bit. Uh, Not to say like I think he's gonna be the old Gronk, but I kind of think he's being underdrafted, undervalued at least. Uh, I don't know. I I could be totally wrong, but. He does have an entire year of chemistry in this new offense with Tom that O.J. Howard doesn't. Uh, Yeah, that's the thing. It's it's,
1: tough. Yeah. So I'm looking at the DraftKings pricing. So Jarwin is 5.2. Gronk is 5.4. But then Antonio Brown's only 5.6. And, like, (laughs) Antonio Brown is too cheap. That one's dumb. But if you're going to also play someone by him, like, Gronk or Jarwin's kind of – that one's a tough one because everyone's gonna go Gronk and Jarwin will be far less played. I yeah. I am almost I am pretty much positive I would bet money on that like roster percentage thing, but yeah. So I think Gronk is an okay option because like we saw in the fucking Super Bowl like two touchdowns. Like if you go touchdown hunting with Gronk, like you might get a full ass candy bar. You know like
0: uh huh. So. <laughs> You know he loves candy bars, especially oh, yeah. the king size ones. Especially
1: ones with like CBD in them or something. You know he loves his oh, edible yeah. candy bars.
0: <laughs> you know that how big that smile gets. That goofy <laughs> smile. If you give him a king size candy bar.
1: Yeah, I got, I imagine like spiking like a Hershey, like, like a like a You know, like when you used to go to Costco or Sands Club, you'd see those big ass Hershey bars, like the foot by two foot ones. Oh yeah, they were massive. I imagine Gronk spiking one of those and like getting so <laughs> happy and then like eating it all
0: like, giggling a yeah. little
1: bit. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, I think Gronk could be a stream, but, like, I'm not... I'm more... I think I might be more excited about Jarwin than Gronk, but the, the Gronk becomes more intriguing if Godwin is out just because that's target volume that goes away. But, like, I think Howard might be reasonable, potentially, because, like, he was good, like... In, t- like... Okay, so he had four games last year before he got hurt. He had four for 36 in a touchdown. Good. One for 11, not, good. Three, not for, good. three for 49, not bad. And th- three for 50 in the touchdown on six, three, four, and six targets. So about five targets a game. Like, he wasn't, like, he was fine. And, like, uh, like Gronk wasn't doing much. I don't know how much of that was, like, acclimating to the offense and how much was, you know, Gronk, like, I, the injury. Like, that's the thing. Like, I, I can't mention Gronk without also mentioning O.J. Howard because O.J. has been forgotten he kind of has and he's really good yeah like he's really good i think oj <laughs> i don't call him oj <laughs> like just oj i have to say oj howard because then it sounds you know like OJ um oj <laughs> howard he might be like a nice leverage play um and then if there's no godwin scotty miller um
0: <laughs> isn't yeah whenever Godwin's out that's yeah. like the only reason i think i have him in dynasty in in one league is if if godwin isn't playing then i can put scotty yeah
1: in. so scotty we mentioned him so actually it's hilarious that these two teams play scotty and cedric wilson we mentioned as like handcuff receivers mm. if one of the top three goes out like these guys become pr- really fantasy relevant so i'm glad you mentioned uh what uh cedric wilson because that
0: dude is <laughs> that guy's good
1: yeah he's just also behind three amazing receivers <laughs> is the thing like <laughs> I think he could be a solid
0: wide receiver like wide receiver two on most teams right now. Yeah, and he'd be the wide receiver one
1: quite frankly, like, on put, the Lions. Like, again, I like <laughs> say this about every receiver. Imagine him <laughs> on the Chiefs or Packers. Like <laughs> he would be perfect for Mahomes too. So he
0: is a rare blend of size and speed that you don't often see.
1: oh yeah. um, so he week three, so week three against Seattle last year, Cedric Wilson like went for. 102 and two touchdowns like he dawned on him i don't know if someone was out that game i guess i can look but i'm assuming someone was (laughs) so right like he has that potential like he he's like in dfs like he might he might essentially be an okay flyer even with everyone because if he gets like any snaps he could ball but like it's kind of thin but scotty and that is when
0: dak was still playing
1: yeah like if scotty miller ends up starting because uh or ends up playing because Gato misses like that's he's definitely an option for sure um I've also, I forgot to write down Gio because I wasn't sure, but it sounds like he is practicing in full and is okay.
0: Gio! I can't believe he's in Tampa. Like, yeah. isn't it just so full circle?
1: Yeah, stri- Gio for PPR is a stream, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> man, You know, this Giovanni Bernard's a lot like James White. Oh, uh, yeah? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, like... So I, I I didn't put him in because I wasn't sure on his health, but like I looked into him more and yeah, he he it seems like he's fine. The ankle thing isn't a huge uh, issue for him. So if he's playing, um, and you're again in a PPR pinch, I think uh, Geo is definitely on on the list for uh, PPR pinch streams. Slash, he's two K on DK, so also there. Two K on. I think I think we covered a lot of. It. Is there anyone else that you we wanna you wanna hit on here? Um. No, I think that's about it. Pollard or Brait or I guess okay Tampa running backs aside from Gio, like any. So uh, tri-
0: I I was avoiding that. I really, <laughs> uh, I have no effing idea. Technically, right now Fournette is the starter, is mm-hmm. listed as the starter. Which God, I mean, <laughs> I don't know, man. Isn't Ronald Jones better?
1: Yeah, like the thing with Fournette is like they used him because like Ronald Jones has like Stonehands sometimes, but like I would see Gio. Eating into Fournette's role more than right. uh, Ronald Jones's role, because like if they're ahead, like we probably get some Ronald Jones. If if they need a running back to do some pass catching, like Geo should be in there. Yeah, so, yeah. I
0: the, I am completely avoiding that situation. I will say, if you get it right, you probably get a stud this year. Yeah. I don't know which it is or who. Yeah, but. but-
1: for- for this week, I'm I'm making you pick one. Who are you picking? Um, for
0: this week, I would probably want. I think I would want
1: um, Ronald Jones. Gotcha. Over all of them. <laughs> it's not a pretty situation. I was. I was. I mean, I get like for Fournette was like good. He was in balling the playoffs, out the playoffs. Right? Yeah, playoff Lenny. is
0: was what we had because what worries me is they have him listed as the rb
1: one yeah look, and, so i'm looking at his like kings points so, like his ppr points essentially uh so throughout the playoffs 23.2 against washington 21.7 against new orleans 18.4 against green bay 23 and a half against kansas city like i'm curious like how much that run is gonna play into him like being the guy
0: yeah i'm gonna stick with jones <laughs> I think there are some weeks it might be Fournette, but I th- I'm gonna stick with Jones.
1: Yeah, it's tough and kind of gross, but like it's a good offense, so like picking one of them might be helpful. See, I'm looking at Spa like, spot Track or no, sorry, not Spa Track. Uh, I'm looking at our lads, and they have the most recent one they put up as like both of them as starters. <laughs> right. <laughs> Gosh so that's forbid. funny, but yeah, and and so in DFS, um, looking at the pricing, uh, so on DK Fournette seven. Ronald Jones is five, and then Geo's two in terms of like thousands. So like really interesting like price points for them, in terms of like what to expect. Like I think Ronald Jones is probably the least popular of them all, but I'm not sure. It's it's just it's annoying because Fournette's they re-signed him. He's not going yeah. anywhere. Uh, and then yeah, on FanDuel Fournette's eleven, Ronald Jones is nine and a half. I don't know Geo seven. I would I would only go Geo on Fan or on DraftKings, but yeah. Well. <sighs> See, I'm going to stick with Jones, because you know what? If Fournette
0: starts and he fumbles, then it's be fumbles. <laughs> And vice versa. Whereas if Ronald Jones starts, he's right now he's not. Hey, he starts and he fumbles, then it's going to be Fournette, you know, the whole rest of the game. So right now, I guess I'm going with Jones. Yeah. I don't really like any of them, though.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's tough, it. yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, if you're in a season long, you don't have to go there.
0: Hopefully you have a better insight into this backfield,
1: because I am just uh, <laughs> unsure. Uh, yeah,
0: The crystal ball is cloudy
1: here. Yeah. Um, in terms of kickers, um, I only wrote mm. suck-up down, but I think both could be viable in what is a potential high-score game, but picking the home favorite kicker in suck-up is always, you know, always a good bet on kickers there.
0: Yeah, I think he's a good he's a good bet. I don't know if I want any defense
1: though. No, I didn't put a down. I agree. I don't think I want one in any fantasy capacity. Yeah, definitely not the Dallas one. The Tampa one, only in the sense of like they could get some turnovers and like Dallas seat passing and getting volume, but I'm not terribly interested in them this week.
0: I will say if um if the Buccaneers defense smothers the Cowboys offense, I'm really
1: worried. Oh yeah, I would be so. Uh, annoyed and then yeah i'm gonna be petrified for the buccaneers the rest of the year Yeah, th- like if they can smother <laughs> the cowboys it's a bad time for everybody else Yum. like i'm sure the rest of the league is like watching closely like please cowboys please do like, something please. do something yeah because if they can't everyone even the eagles
0: fans are going please <laughs> cowboys
1: because yeah Jeez. if dallas can't move the ball against the cow or against uh against tampa like it's tough sledding for the rest of the league so the uh yeah. the spread on this one has has moved a little bit uh since the open but the, it, it opened a while ago, too, It's week one. But it's now at uh 51.5 total, with Tampa actually favored by eight.
0: Oh, it's moved towards Tampa even more. I yeah, wonder if the open was uh, Zach six. Martin really affected that. Yeah, I'm not
1: sure how much it's moved since that. It probably has like a little bit maybe, but Tampa Bay's. like— I think it's moved about a point. But yeah, Tampa, Tampa's the favorite, though, so, of healthy margin.
0: Do you like the over-under or anything like that? Oh, uh, man. I think that's about
1: right like I know, 51 in, term, in terms of just like probable outcomes of this game like tampa winning by like you know a touchdown or like a touchdown to field goal and the cowboys getting a little bit done but not quite enough like you know a 21 28 outcome or something like that and that's about like it's the likely outcomes seem in line with what the spread is in that yeah. yeah. I don't think there's much to be had here. I think the best uh edge to be had will potentially be like with DFS. Um so I'm looking at two different build paths. Um okay. I'm looking at an outco- I'm looking at two outcomes. One where Tampa smashes because okay. on like on DraftKings you're doing like a 5-1, like 5 Tampa, 1 Cowboy and hoping like okay like you're hoping for the outcome of Tampa just demolishing or I think another one that won't get played much is Dallas winning. Like that outcome of like you play maybe like four Dallas, two bucks or something. Cause like right. a lot of people will go even. A lot of people will go four, two bucks. But I don't think four, two Dallas will be or, like, especially not five, one Dallas, but even a Dallas heavy lineup on DraftKings like won't be popular. Um, especially like I think like Fandle, you have to get even more different because you only have five spots and you have that like captain spot. So like, on FanDuel, I think you have, like, a lot of interesting options of, like, going Zeke in the MVP, or, like, going, like, mm. Dak Captain with Cooper and Lamb, or, like, Gallup and Lamb, and then, like, pretty much saying, I'm playing an outcome where the Cowboys win, because most of the lineups are gonna be assuming the Bucks win. Um, right. And, like, Showdown's, like, Showdown's a little different monster than main, like, the bigger slice, because, like the, odd, like, the odds are the winnings will be split a lot of ways, but... You, like, you're better off playing it to solo win or win, like, just splitting with a couple people. Like, if you play the chalky lineup and it wins, like, you do win, cool. But, like, that's over, like, a season of showdowns, not optimal. Like, you're better off, like, taking it down by yourself, even with, like, a lower odds lineup. At least that's how I approach it, and that's gone... It went decently for me. Showdown worked out for me a lot last year. um, So yeah i'm approaching it i'll probably do two types of lineups on each site a like bucks demolish and then a like cowboys win not by another about how much but like a lineup that plays out as the cowboys winning so those are okay so i
0: have uh i now have some some numbers here okay now looking through it i think that i'm taking the cowboys to cover the eight points when it was seven, you know, I think it opened it like it opened. At, <laughs> it
1: opened at six, like minus six.
0: Yeah, when it opened at six, I might not have. But eight is a lot. That is a whole touchdown. Yeah, and eight is a push. So you could bet the Cowboys and get your money back if they were to lose by eight, which is very reasonable. If you know they're behind, two point conversion kind of thing uh-huh. down by eight, you know. Um, I also think I would take the over. This to me seems. Yeah, that, I know that it's would a be Thursday the most likely night one game. I would take
1: if I have to take one.
0: Yeah. I know it's a Thursday night game, and most people don't advise taking the over on a Thursday night game. But if there's going to be sloppy defense at any point, I think week one would be the time you'd see it. Um, and since I'm assuming the Cowboys cover the eight-point spread, that, and I believe Tampa Bay's offense will put up 30 points, then that means, I think, at minimum, the Cowboys are getting at least 22, basically.
1: Yeah, like I, if if I'm being forced to bet on something with spread and over under, over over is what I would bet.
0: Yeah, I would I would probably take the over, because to me 31 28 seems totally reasonable. Um, 28 24, you know, even one of those weird with kickers, you get a 30 to 27. I don't think this is that far apart of a game spread, in terms of the final score. I'm sorry, I like the Cowboys to cover the eight a lot.
1: Yeah, like. I'm thinking about that. Yeah, I could see it like but this is this is a Vegas line in general that I'm I would like to just stay away from. No, <laughs> so, like Yeah, I, no. It's like if we're being forced, yeah.
0: Way more bets that I like with a lot more confidence, which just like sneak preview like the over on the Jets Panthers, for instance, and yeah. the Ravens to win by more than twenty points. That is an spread is
1: spread. Spread. <laughs> only four and a half. Oh, oh God! I wish I lived in a legal betting state. I would bet the fucking house on that. Holy shit! I know. I would four and a half. Take oh, my, my bank account and move it somewhere else. Like, <laughs> dude, yeah, that, that's a good, That's a fucking gimme.
0: Way other week one bets that I would put money on, but I I do not hate. I don't hate it. I don't hate. Uh Cowboys covering the eight. Eight. That worked. And I don't hate them uh going with the over in terms of the
1: Yeah. I'm not sure what like the uh payout is on plus minus on all that. I haven't looked at that. I see oh it's minus one ten on over and under. Um Dallas yeah. There's not like great odds on any of it. Like the the only like decent odd is like Tampa covering your like Dallas money line.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, you man. pick the Cowboys to win out, right? I wouldn't do that.
1: But. No, yeah. I, probably not a good betting game, <laughs> but <laughs> I think this will be, be, be a lot of fun. Especially, please, Zach Martin, I hope you play. I'm looking forward to watching this game Thursday night to open up the season. And then Sunday we get to watch football all day. I'm so all day. ready, Man. No, So uh, my girlfriend's going to be out of town at a bachelorette party. So, like, <laughs> I'll be like... Oh, sorry, I'll, I miss you, but, like, I'm going to watch football all day. You know this. But uh, thank you all for uh, tuning into our preview of the Thursday Night Game. We'll be back with our full week one preview, but we wanted to get this one out and ready. Um, so you could listen to it before the game. So, um, you again, you can follow us on Twitter at Mozzie and Muscle. Same with TikTok, at Mozzie and Muscle. And then our website, mozzieandthemuscle.com.